The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Exciting news, boys. Oh, God. They're finally doing it. Uh, Yeah. They're making a movie about Batman. I have heard about this guy. Yeah. So he's he's like a cop, right? Do you know? Sort, well, but, here's but the thing. He's, he wears a silly costume, and I can't, I can't make heads or tails of this fucking. He's guy kind of here. an amateur detective, right? Yeah. Right, because right. he doesn't, he's not sanctioned by right. anyone, so he kind of is taking the law into his own hands. But here's the thing: now, I thought that's what the law was doing already. It's pretty weird. Much. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. confusing. It's like confusing. Right, and add on to that, he dresses up as a whimsical character. Uh, I assume for merchandising uh, mm. reasons, or that's maybe crass. Like, that's cynical, Travis. Well, it might just be copyright. Thing. I don't know. But they're making a movie about him. There's a sure. guy asking some questions, like uh, what? and and the Batman can you, is can trying. You, can you give me? Can you give me? Can you give me an example of the questions you would ask a Batman? Uh, well, he's just kind of like, who who are you, Batman? And he's like, well, I can't tell you. That's the whole point. That's why I wear oh. the mask. I hey, can't it's not tell fair you. that you don't that you don't use your real name. <laughs> yeah. I agree. You know, he's looking for Harvey Dent. He knows Harvey Dent's name. He knows you Harvey know Dent's I mean? name, but people people aren't like. And what's your name? And he's he's never like John or whatever his name. I don't know the guy's name. Yeah. I also here's the other thing that is weird, and maybe I'm not mis- I'm not understanding this. He doesn't use his real name, I guess, to protect yeah. those he loves. But he also Southern. doesn't seem to love anybody. Huh. So like, well, that's, just call you, just, then just call yourself John John Richards or whatever. Is, I don't right. know the man. Yeah, I don't know the man's name. I don't know do what you he's think it would protecting. Be, do, you th- do you think that um, Batman would have the same weight if he were like, "Why won't you reveal your secret identity?" And he actually had to say with a straight face to protect my butler. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want it. I have a really nice up. house, and I, 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 I he's wealthy. I have a nice house and a cool butler, and I don't want either of them to get messed up. So I, I'm worried that got, people will throw eggs at my house. <laughs> what's he got? He's got like strong, strong bones, or like hover j- jets, or he's got good brain. Ah, oh. yeah, he's got real good brain, and he's got some cash on hand. He's don't got a, you, lot, a lot of liquid assets. Don't you think that the don't you think criminals would be like? Even more intimidated yeah. if they knew that even if they beat the Batman up in a fight, he could still buy their grandma's house yes. and knock it down. <laughs> or at the very least, he probably has access to high-powered lawyers, you know? It's yeah. Like, oh, the, oh, the Joker beat up the Batman again, and now Batman is suing him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Him, and he's this... going to put him in jail for, for damages, for his negligence. Now, uh, hold on. <laughs> You're telling me this guy knows the Joker? 
Oh from well, the movie from the from the from the movie The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. They know each other in passing. They have a certain familiarity with one another. I wouldn't say they're intimate. I'm um, reeled in, man. I'm all. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, all in now. Yeah. I'm now. I'm in. You remember in the Joker? Remember a couple times he met the little kid dressed up like a bat. Yeah. Well, he doesn't grow out of it like everybody in the movie says he's <laughs> oh, going to. Okay. He just sticks with it. He this sticks is a with spin-off. the whole bit. This is a spinoff. Yes, it's a spinoff of the Joker. Um, maybe a uh, I don't know, spinoff, a sequel. They're going to make a sequel to the Joker, right? It yeah, seems right. inevitable. They got to made a billion dollars. Can I give you guys a? I'm going to give you guys a pitch. Okay. Kick. Kick. Jo- Jokers. <laughs> oh. Huh. And yeah. And so he just <laughs> makes other ones by biting them. Uh-huh. He finds common oh, criminals, yeah. bites them, cool. turns them into Jokers, creates an army of Jokers. Isn't Still this one no- of the games? I think this is a Batman <laughs> Arkham game. Still no Batman. Uh-huh. No, no, no. There's no Batman. Oh. He just makes more and more Jokers and they get more and more powerful. And then if they, if they, uh, let me ask you a question, Justin. Yeah. And just to like punch it up a little bit and add a little bit of that uh, Griffin's zest and spice to the pilots you're always whipping up, is if those if those jokers uh-huh. bite other people, do they then also become jokers? Uh-huh. Yes, you're getting it. That's a okay. little bit you're getting into okay. act three. That's good. I did want to reserve that... some of this for for, you know, the the our pitch meetings, but yes, that is We could do like a I and mean, we may be touching a live wire right here, but it could have a little bit of like coronavirus commentary. Okay. Oh wait, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, this is hey, can we punch up a little can I punch up a little bit? Can I just do a little punch wait, up? Can I, wait, wait, I just want to stick with this coronavirus. No, no, I'm, I'm going with it. No, but, but you might just want to well, I'm, I'm, I'm I got popcorn, the masks, the masks have big smiley faces on them. Okay. What if what if the ending is that now yeah. he sees the evil he's created and he turns good to fight the other That's jokers? No, 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 no. And the and okay, so maybe he and Spider-Man team up and they <laughs> fight Carnage together. Can you stop saying dumb shit? What if the Joker turns into Batman? <laughs> shit, <laughs> no, that is good. The Joker turns into Batman at the end of Jokers. And yeah. it's like, this is where I came from. I have to set right what once went wrong. And then Alfred turns into Joker in the past. Okay. That, that's what's the hardest is Batman's got to stake Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a time loop like thing. That. And, and yeah. like it's a whole thing. And but it Jeff turns Goldblum out Alfred- is like, you're selling it. Turns out Alfred's biting people and turning them into butlers. <laughs> ah. Which is peculiar. Hey, can I, hold on, let me just step out of the bit for a second. Who uh-huh. is Zack Snyder and why should I care so much about this man's cut? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will admit to not watching any of the DC superhero movies since uh-huh. I did see Man of Steel after drinking two mimosas and promptly fell asleep for one and one half hours in a movie <laughs> I theater. I fell asleep after uh, drinking too much booze in Man of Steel too. It's a, fa- it's a fantastic experience, bad film, and from what I can tell, the rest of them have been quite bad too. So as I can tell, Zack Snyder is either the writer, director, maker of some of these films, and people really think he got the shaft on his cut, which I guess means the edit, or there's extra bonus scenes with well, Superman, I, but he's I, bad. I don't know, man. I can explain it to you. Please. You know please. how but, everyone- But do keep it short. Let me, I feel like a, a voice box for our audience, and I only barely give a shit about okay, this. Okay, so I can, I can explain it in like 30 it. seconds. Okay. You know how everyone walks out of every movie saying the problem with that movie was it was too short, and that's why it wasn't good? And I would yeah. like that movie more if it was like an hour and 20 minutes longer? Yeah. That's the Snyder cut. It's almost three hours long. 
fuck yeah, baby, that's what I want. Yes. And, and they yes. added in unfinished scenes that they spent $30 million to finish. Okay, okay. All right, so, why didn't they finish on the first go-around, Zach? It seems like you fucked up, pal. Yeah, the, the assumption with the Zack Snyder cut, and I can sort of boil it down for you. Please. The assumption being made by the fan base of the Snyder cut is that a man who has not made a good film since 2004's Dawn of the Dead uh-huh. did actually secretly make a good film. Yes. And that and Joss ah. Whedon messed it up. That Joss he, Whedon. Against all odds, inspirationally, had not managed to make a good for film for 15 years, but did do it, and then it was taken away from him for being too good? Is this I, 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 right? the fucking I understand it. The point is that Joss Whedon yeah. fucked it up real bad. Fucked fucked up the work of the director of the Legends of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Yes. <laughs> is that the visionary behind Sucker Punch would okay. have nailed it, Zach's but right. instead, okay. Joss Whedon... Uh, Zack Snyder had to step down because of, uh, a, I believe, a death in the family. Ooh. But then Joss Whedon came in and fucked it up real bad. Right. And okay. so then Zack Snyder came back in and re-injected an hour and 20 minutes about into the movie. And now it's great. Okay, all I needed was that Owls of Gahul. That was really the codex that unlocked yeah. this entire sort of mystery for me. So now, now, I'm, now I'm fully pumped, and I've got my digital reservation ready to go on my Roku. Should we do uh, some questions? I'd love that. This is an advice show. Obviously. Uh, obviously. Um, there is a Snyder Cut of this episode. Yeah. Which is a joke that would have been funnier three months ago. Indeed. Uh, and not a joke. My boyfriend's birthday is coming up, and he has previously requested a specific hat from a TV show he likes. Just say Jane's hat from Firefly. Just say it. The problem is we live together because of the global pandemic. We're always together. How can I make him a hat without noticing secret knitter? Okay, it is Jane's hat. Yes, it is. Absolutely. 100%. Can you guys think of another notable... TV another hat. notable TV hat. Knitted. Especially knit. Another notable knitted TV hat. Except for Castle's beret from Castle. Well, obviously. That's obviously out. There's the NCIS thinking hat. Yeah. And that's, that's true. the one that's the one that they when they're having a really tough time with yeah. the murder mystery or whatever on NCIS. Yeah. Then the one the the lady who ha- wears a sort of uh, gothic aesthetic goes into the box where they keep the, the NCIS thinking hat and they call it yeah. that. And there's the one that Lucifer wears in Lucifer, and it's like a knitted Viking helmet that he puts on every time he has sex. Mm. Uh, and he and he calls it my sexy time Viking hat, which isn't good. It's not a not, good, but it's he it's good. like three times an episode it comes up. He's okay now. Joe Montana in the hit series Criminal Minds, uh-huh. every once in a while he says, "Bring me the Criminal Mind hat." Yeah, and that's how he gets into the criminal's head. It's yeah. a sort of a. How would you? It looks like kind of a beer, one of the beer drinking hats. Yeah, but it's completely knitted, so that could be the hat they're dealing with. And you know how in the Good Doctor, he asks for his hat, but <laughs> sure. it's just it's just kind of like a mask that makes him look like the anonymous guy, makes him look like Guy, guy Fox, but it's knitted. Yeah, that show got got really hacker hackery. <laughs> yeah, it turned really <laughs> it's hackery. A big focus on hackers. Yeah, it's weird. Well, there's the Justice hat from Night Court, of course. Of course. Um, how can you knit in private a secret knitting? Wow, you really couldn't have picked. On the turlet. That's high stakes, isn't it? Knitting well, is a have very... To... <sighs> yeah. The problem with this is if you haven't... Well, what happened? What the fuck just happened to you? 
Well, I was thinking about knitting on the toilet. And then I thought, yeah. flipped your microphone upside down. Yeah. Then I thought, what happens if you, if your boyfriend knows that you're kind of a fast bathroomer, right? Uh, and now you're in there for like 20 minutes at a time. You're going to have to develop a condition. Whoa. Sorry. NBC just, just referenced our meme. That's so strange. What? At the NBC Twitter account just tweeted, we are very uncomfortable with the energy we've created in the studio today, which is a tick, a TikTok meme from the Bim Bam TV show. That's so weird. Whoa. Fucking, sorry, that, sorry, everybody. That really derailed us. So that, but like, Well, let's talk about this. Let's speak on this. <laughs> the other thing we were doing wasn't interesting. Let's speak okay. on this, NBC. Let's speak on it, yeah. Hey, so we've, we've interrupted the knitting question. Do it on the toilet. Travis got it in one. NBC has just tweeted, we are very comfortable with the energy we've created in the studio today. And then a link to a video about Office. Right. So they've um, taken it and they've turned it. They're comfortable. So what? what is it? This is a TikTok meme from the hit series. Now, okay. So, here's the weird fucking yes. Ouroboros that I do not even know that NBC knows that they have bit into. <laughs> they have referenced a TikTok based on a TV show. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, they, that they unknowingly accidentally that made. That they secretly own. <laughs> they own. They own that meme. Oh, that's good shit. And we they just, are, they have uh, once again bit into the the McElroy Apple with uh, our um uh the work we are doing with them on a on a Taz animated series on Peacock, which is definitely coloring every word of what I've been saying for the past couple yes. of minutes. And that's why and I'm a big fan of this. A and big I'm fan of this. I love to see that NBC has is kind of. One of the weirdest relationships in entertainment, I think, us and the NBC brand. Wouldn't you say that that is yes. true? You but know, good, when, good when, in a weird, weird in a good way. When NBC picked back up or, or picked up Brooklyn Nine Nine because they were like, Mike Sure belongs here. This is Mike Sure's home. That's kind of like us, but it's like they keep finding us in the attic, and they're like, I guess this is the McElroy's home. <laughs> I get we did we not get rid of the McElroy? I thought we got no. They're still okay. Cool. Great. 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 Yeah, we are. We're the we're the uh, uh, salamander under the couch. You yes. thought you saw run out the front, <laughs> but was actually in the vent the whole time. Yeah, they're back. Let's try to make a cartoon of them. I guess. <laughs> Can you knit together the hat in small quadrants? Uh, like you 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 knit a sixteenth of the hat, and he's like, "What is that?" And you say, "A coaster, right?" Mm-hmm. And then you can knit those 16 pieces together to make the hat and what, and then you can kind of divide up the work and it's never completely obvious what it is that you're making. Oh, but and also during so in much... the interim, in the interim, you have so many coasters, but then you got to really line that up. You know, that's going to take a lot of precision because if you do it in like 16 pieces and even the scale is slightly off on some of them, Oh boy, it's going to look, it's going to, it's going to look a, silly. Gonna... You got to do it all, all sort of separate. Oh, you know what you could do? You know how, um, Sometimes uh, uh, businesses will ship things separately from uh, internationally to try to skirt tariffs. Yeah. They do like tariff engineering by dismantling something into separate components we and importing those yeah. before they're assembled. That's basically what you could do with this hat. Just leave different sections of it lying around the house. And oh, that, that was just a, like a scrap project I did. And then one furious night, you assemble all of the pre- 
knitted pieces. I also, for the record, do not know how knitting works. That no. would be a good. Th- I should have established that earlier. So, Fish hey, like we... candy to my soul. Didn't we just Fish do it? Fish you okay. rock and huh. fish you roll. It feels like oh we my just lost did Lost for you and I'm so lost for fish. David. And you come fish into me. Yeah, did you change the name baby. of the segment, David? And I fish into we you. We fucking get it, Dave Matthews, man. It's Let's so start the uh, Hi, it's me, your, your host, the host of Under the Table and Fishing, America's... Number one game show about Dave Matthews Band and fish. Sorry, right now, are you Travis or Dave Matthews? No, I'm Travis now. You can tell because I sound thank like you. Travis. And I'm Dave Matthews. Thank I'm you, the Dave. co-host. I'm not. Here. Oh, thank you for having me again. This is my court-ordered community service. No, okay, Foghorn Leghorn yeah. Matthews. Where am I, I from? This. Nobody knows. Under the table and frying. Ah, very good. Oh. <laughs> uh, Travis, do you want to tell him about the twist this week? Yes, thank you, Dave. Uh, In this week's Under the Table and Fishing, uh, as always, I will be reading you lyrics from Dave Matthews Band and Fish, and you will be trying to guess who did what. But this week, there will also be one lyric by the band 311 thrown in there. You stinker. And you'll have to to identify that. I don't want to make it too easy for you or the folks at home. Let's go. Okay. Don't let it get away. And if we did, we're going to get it back. And in time, you and me, we will, we will, we will, we will be over and again and again. Uh, Jesus Christ. Fish. I'm going to say fish. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is a, this is, this will be a wild move on your part, but I'm going to start out guessing 311. No, I'm sorry. That is Dave Matthews. How did we both fuck that up? The Dave Matthews experience. Okay. Next, coconuts and chloroform, some wicker and some cork, toxic waste, some purple paste, she hopes was not explosive. Fish. Fish. That is fish. fish. That is Reba yeah. by fish. I need to start identifying something as fish or not fish. I think it's the in- introduction of Dave Matthews' band that is messing me up <laughs> in my head. Because I the, the fish ones are pretty obvious. I need to just start there and work backwards. Okay. You're, he- you're there. I'm here. Let's dance, my dear. What's your name? How do you do? What's the game? Hallelujah. Dave Matthews Band? I'm going to say 311. That is Dave Matthews Band. Nice job, Griffin. That girl is you. Yes, this is Dave Matthews again. What I realized helping Travis put together this quiz... My lyrics are dumb. <laughs> now, quite, don't say Dave uh, could be listening. Dave could I, be listening. I'm right here. A lot of people like Dave Matthews' band. I, some I like Dave you're, Matthews. You're band. fucking self included. Okay. Tell me you've never looked at ants differently. <laughs> I do. Heard that gr- man, that don't get me wrong. Hey, I guess they are marching. Folks at home, I love Dave Matthews' band. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't. don't but uh, but every time I do get indigestion, Rachel does get very annoyed that I instantly just go hi, Terman, <laughs> just to let her know I have eaten. I have That's eaten great. too much. Don't you rob yourself of what you're feeling? Don't you rob yourself of all that you could be? Roll hard till midnight. Roll till it's light. Fish. Ooh. Now hold on. That's interesting. Is that one three eleven? No, that one is Dave Matthews Band. Mother so right. This is so hard. Griffin is one up. Griffin is one up. Where is the Joker? Have you seen him around with his three-coned crap? No, excuse me. 
Excuse me. His three <laughs> cone, his three coned cap that he wears like a clown. Batman. Well, that's not one of the options, Justin. <laughs> I'm gonna weirdly. I'm not saying Batman. No. Uh. 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 uh fish. God, it feels like fish, but I, I think it's a, I think it's one of those trick fish. <laughs> I think this is a, this is three eleven writing in the mode of fish as a, as a pastiche in their uh, fish period. Two fish. It is fish. <laughs> two up for Griffin. Or it could be so three eleven writing so well. Okay, to be ahead. fair, I don't know who wrote these songs for fish. So it's they possible three eleven wrote it for fish. Right. Sweetly, this is Ed- our cover of the 311 song. <laughs> we are the band Fish. Let us begin our concert. <laughs> Sweetly, in every way that you treat me, a fish story, but you know that it's picture perfect. Our morning glory every time that we wake. The morning ride is the longest ride. Take it. Now you said the word fish in there to try and try and catch us up, didn't you? I can't answer. I that don't. I, fish. Fish has written some truly rough lyrics in the past. I do not think that they would do that. I also didn't get a Dave vibe from that. So I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna put three eleven. I'm gonna put three eleven. That down. is three eleven. Yes. That so is no three eleven. We got three eleven well. in the fucking dragnet. Okay. I'm building you a pyramid with limestone blocks so large. I drag them from the mountaintop. You'll need a two car garage. That feels Dave. Matthew, nah, fuck. Fuck. Can you read it again? That's really hard. Yes. I'm building you a pyramid with limestone blocks so large, I drag them from the mountaintop, you'll need a two-car garage. See, that doesn't feel like Dave to me. And I, there's no more 311, right? You can give me that guarantee? That's fish, then. I agree with Griff. That is fish. Okay, one more. One more. Yes. Okay. Oh, hold tight, because the road can be a crazy ride. And I know we're going to be all right, because you are here with me. Dave. Dave. That I is Dave Matthews. Oh, well done, boys. Well Thanks. done. I feel Griffin really weird about again. how good I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you won the last time, too, Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. He won the last time. Uh, well. I, I, I like this bit, because I finally found something I'm good at. Why are you so you guys, good at Under the Table and Fisher? I don't know. I don't really like any of the bands involved. Can I do a Yahoo? Yes. Uh, I'd love that. Thank this you. This one was sent in by Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call. Um, well, somebody responded to it, and their name their name is Deadpool, which is huh. fucking cool and funny. So Deadpool asks. <laughs> I'm going to kick Deadpool's ass. <laughs> do you remember that? One time we were at a hotel and there was a conference going on and someone was like on like the 10th floor looking out the window and they saw oh, someone yeah. cosplaying as Deadpool and just said half to themselves, I'm going to kick Deadpool's ass. Yeah, it, For- was at Con- it was at Comic-Con and there were so many people there and it's like, we're on the 10th floor of the hotel. How are you going to get down there and find that Deadpool again? <laughs> and why? That specific Deadpool. There's other Deadpool at Comic-Con. There's 50,000 fucking Deadpools here. How are you going to find that? What did that one Deadpool do to you? Is that the real Deadpool and your Deadpool's uh, enemy? Whose name? I don't know. Anyway, where's the Deadpool? The Zack Snyder Deadpool cut. <laughs> uh, Deadpool asks, just when I thought cowboy culture was dead, it only seems to be growing. Agree slash disagree. Growing up, my friends were ashamed of their cowboy parents. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, son, you want me to come in to career day? No, dad. No, No, dad. please. 
I can do some of my lasso tricks. No, mom's shit. Come on. Now, growing up, my friends were ashamed of their cowboy parents. They refused to dress cowboyish and made comments like, I hate country music. But now they are older, most of them with families. I noticed now they changed and have accepted the cowboy lifestyle. They now dress in cowboy clothes and listen to country music. Have you noticed this, or is this just something that happened in my city? That's from Deadpool. No, it's definitely all over. I've seen that all over. You know, you get these punk kids. Yeah, when they're like 18, you know, they're getting tatted up and pierced all over. But then by 36... It's Cowboy. bolo ties, baby. Yeah. Yep. They're wearing they sh- uh, Stetsons. Mm-hmm. They're wearing some uh, some Dan's boots. Looking, getting close. Getting close with the Lord. Getting close with the Lord and enjoying uh, country music. Little Carrie Underwood. I bet they enjoy. And and they do not like it when you take their cows. And they're like, they don't I burned like it that cow skin. Cows. I yeah. put a hot. I hot piece of metal on that cow. It's mine, but I see it on your lawn, Dave. And you're I like, was well, gonna you wandered over here. Me and my family's gonna eat that cow later, and uh-huh. you took him. So now I have to get have to get you. And now, do you want some of these beans? Uh, in the meantime, that I've been cooking over this open fire. That's huge now. Holy shit. Like, oh, yeah. jo- let's put jokes away for a second. Teens oh, yeah. are cooking beans on campfires. Yeah, right? Yeah. Teens they're on beans. Te- they're called teen beans. Yeah. And <laughs> they're full of protein yeah. and actually really good on the glycemic index. Yeah. So that now, I love. I saw on Facebook, my- though, that it was leading to a lot of injuries and, like, kids. So fucked that. I think it fucking sucks that, like, beans come up organically and you know what a big part beans play in my life. And I've probably got a lot of good bean material saved up. And the fact that you would just trample me like that is extremely hurtful. He's the beans man. He's the beans man, Travis. I'm sorry I trampled your beans. I just have so many great insights about beans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, I was taking it like, a Tide Pod way. It's like eating a thousand tiny loaves of bread. (laughs) Really? See, Travis, Travis, let's just sit in it for a second and let Justin we'll sort of dump I'd his love beans to sit in some beans. Yeah, we'll Remember that time beans. I told Patch Adams my dream was to sit in a swimming pool full of beans? Yeah. yeah. Why did you do that? Because I'm nasty. <laughs> but I, you asked us if you should do that. And we said, no, you know what's going to happen. He's going to make you sit in beans. And then you're going to get in and you're going to instantly realize, oh, I don't like this. And he's going to make you stay in it till you're I better. I know for 100% fact two things. Uh-huh. One. Our audience has never seen the film Patch Adams. <laughs> Two, we have definitely talked about the scene in Patch Adams where he allows an old woman her life's goal of sitting in a vat full of noodles. This is true. I, these two things. And I know a third thing. I have a new joke about it. Okay. How long did that old lady, do you think after five minutes she was like, I know this probably took a long time to engineer. <laughs> But I'd like very much to get out of the noodles now. If that would be okay. I think if she made it five minutes, that's a, a that's a triumph of the human spirit. Because I would get in and be like, "There's not a lot to do now. What? Okay. And now, what do I do? Yeah. What's next for me? One time, I went into uh like a resale shop to look for furniture for uh the theater I was working at, and they had a bunch of TVs set up for sale. And like you do at like a lot of electronic stores, they had like mo- a movie playing on it, and the movie they were playing on it was Patch Adams. 
Mm-hmm. And it was such an interesting choice to me because they were like, you know what's going to get people really hyped to buy these TVs? It's going to really show the top quality of these TVs and get people energized. Patch Adams. <laughs> and yeah, so there was just a row of 20 televisions all showing Patch Adams. One time I was in the waiting room while my oil was getting changed and they were showing Hancock. <laughs> nice. There's not anything else that's, I have to say about that. It's a badass flick. I Will enjoyed Smith, it. Superheroes. But he's, but he's not good. He's not if nice. And we've we've also s- talked about Hancock before. So let's let's maybe. Yeah, well, we've talked about everything before, though. We can't just I've talked about cowboy culture. And uh, our, Thank uh, you. I knew. Uh, listen, I wasn't ashamed of our cowboy parents. I thought no. I thought they were I thought they were putting in honest yeah. work. To raise their family, and you know what? You know what I appreciated? What did dad, you appreciate, Trav, dad's best friend was his horse, and like mm. yeah. the relationship. And people have asked us time and time again, "What's the deal with you guys and horses?" And that's really it. Is you know yeah. th- there was there was Uncle Honey, and he was around all the time, and we yeah. loved that guy, you know. And sometimes Dad let him babysit or take the car out when he had big plans, and the horse, were, yeah. We knew growing up, and this was fine with us, we knew that if you asked our dad to list his great loves uh-huh. of his life, mm. we would be three, mom would be two, the open prairie at dawn yeah. would be number one. Absolutely. That's our dad's heart. Yeah. Our dad's heart is in that that wide open trail yeah. and the promise of fortune yeah. and misfortune that is imbued within. And do you guys remember- when dad retired from being a sheriff and moved to yeah. that town because he wanted yes. to make some money, not in the gold trade, but rather selling equipment to people in the gold trade. But the town was so lawless that he yeah. was forced to take up the badge again and become the law in that town. And I respected that. Yeah, I, I did. Too. I understood it too, for sure. Yeah. I fucking hated Bad Mustache Man, though. You remember when Dad yeah. had to fight Bad Mustache Man? I did to not his, like him. To keep his city safe. And he made six cool friends, and they were they were magnificent. And that's a, and a, I've run out of cowboy references. I did. Yeah. I, Do you, you know when sa- Dad played for the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> but then he broke his shoulder, had to retire. Remember when our Dad played Cowboy Curtis? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when our dad was a young male cow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, okay. Um, so what do we want to do? You want guys want to do another question? You want to go to the money? What's what are y'all feeling right that now? That was such a good money zone handoff, and you've botched it. You have dropped the ball just like our dad did in Super Bowl 36. <laughs> okay. Remember when our dad got really good at bebop? Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen. No. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Our dad works at a drugstore now. It's a very different lifestyle. Uh, okay. Now we are going to go there. The money zone. It's more important than ever to use the postal service. There, I said it. Support 
the Postal Service. And you can do that without even leaving your home by using Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready... Just leave it for your mail carrier, maybe with a little note that says, thank you so much, we couldn't do this without you. Schedule a pickup or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 60% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother, all one word. That's Stamps.com, enter my brother, all one word. Got to brush the teeth. Yep. They get dirty when you eat food, and that's unavoidable. There's no way. To, there's no such thing as clean food. Uh, mm. It's all going to get on there. It's all going to stain them and get them filthy, filthy like your. And it's teeth not just. Been. It's not just when you eat food, Griffin. Sometimes you're like on a motorbike, and you yeah. just like have your mouth open. You get bugs in there, get bugs or you trip. There. You trip um, while you're on a farm, and you land a big puddle of hog shit. Yep. Whatever the situation, <laughs> Quip has this amazing smart electric toothbrush that can teach you good habits, uh, like you know, brushing your teeth correctly for the right amount of time and for the right uh, reasons. <laughs> for the correct reasons, uh, I'm just sick of all these sellouts out there brushing their teeth just to get ads on their shows. I brush my teeth for the right reasons, Quip. <laughs> well, Quip has another good reason for you to do it. They have this new smart brush for adults and kids, and it connects to this Quip app on your freaking phone, and it measures how good a brusher you are, uh, how, and you get points, <gasps> and you can redeem those points for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and partners. This I, is- I, I'm sorry, that's the right reason. I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind. This is the right reason. It's very strong. It's a very strong. It's a powerful idea from Quip, innovators in the space. Fuck yes. Feel like you're going to Chuck E. Cheese every time you brush your teeth. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. You can get yes, a please. brush. You can get a brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills delivered from five bucks. And you can start getting rewarded for brushing your teeth today by going to getquip.com slash my brother right now to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash my brother. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash my brother. Quip, better oral health, made simple and rewarding. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Dun, 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 dun. Merch. 
I want a munch. Squad? Squad? Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a somber podcast within a podcast dedicated to the latest and greatest in brand eating. Uh, and today we're saying goodbye to some friends. I have three different stories for you, all about saying goodbye. Oh, no. And I think in these times, it's it's important to embrace change, but it's also also very important to take a look back and say, like, this is where we were. This is who we were. This is what we were. Um, the first and most notable, and this one is going to be a, a kind of a harder munch squad because it's not a lot of jokes in this one. We're going to send jokes. Jokes can kind of press its ear up against the door in case it hears something really important, but for the mo- most part, I just want to take a moment to say goodbye because uh, on August 13th, Taco Bell trimmed their menu <gasps> uh, at stores across the country, and we said goodbye to um, can I, J- Justin real quick. Twelve really great items, Trav. I, I can I make one joke? Well, let's see. It's weird to me that Taco Bell would have to cut their items when they are all made from the same five basic ingredients. That's cool. That's in, it's, that's in it's, bad. It's yeah, in poor, I was in bad fucking taste. Ah, damn it. Okay. I, did, I, I heard you out though. Um. So they're streamlining as a result of COVID nineteen. I mean, these are today's calamities and and casualties are all COVID nineteen related. So they're streamlining their menu. A lot of restaurants have done this. You can't get a fucking grilled chicken sandwich at McDonald's to save your life, even if you're the kind of boy that just eats the loose breast of chicken to get him through the day. It's not available to you anymore. Taco Bell is following suit. We're going to say goodbye to some friends in um, the grilled steak soft taco. No, the seven layer burrito. What? What? The Quesarito, which is weirdly still available via the app for order ahead. So I guess it's kind of like, if you want a Quesarito, you've got to let us know. We got to go into the closet. We got a high shelf. We got to get some stuff off of. Um, Nachos Supreme. Whoa. This is the category. This is where it really starts to hurt for me because the Beefy Fritos Burrito uh, is like my fucking shit along with the loaded grillers both of which are now gone wow no spicy tostada no triple layer nachos potatoes they don't have them anymore what spicy potato soft taco gone chips and dips out cheesy fiesta potatoes gone so i just want to say i i want i want to say um this one's real. This one really stings. A lot of my road dogs are in that list, and I'm gonna miss those boys and all the different things they did to my body. So rest, rest in peace, my friends. Um, you know, I hope to see you back again someday. You never know. Let's head take a trip over to Belgium. Let's fly this sad funeral plane over to Belgium, where we're gonna say goodbye to just basic human dignity. Uh, Burger King is um, offering in Belgium is offering to print customers' orders on face masks th- so they can avoid mask mumbling. <laughs> huh? So they can avoid mask mumbling. They will print. How do they get the orders? Two hundred fifty of <laughs> just just ride or die Burger King fans <laughs> over there are gonna um get their order printed on a face mask that they can wear into Burger King at this point in in the in the biggest boldest steps we've taken towards the Wally future yet you'll just be able to point at your mask to get your food slurry uh shaped in whatever uh form you want it what this what this assumes is that every employee at these it's Belgium- assuming a fucking yes. lot i don't know how you're winnowing it down but that on. every employee at a belgian 
at every Belgian Burger King will know about this, with only 250 of them being made, so that when one person, for the first time and maybe only time ever, walks into one location and just points at their own face mask, they'll be like, ah, of course. Of course I know what that means. Got it. It also assumes that you will get the exact same thing every time you go to Burger King, or is it dry erase? What's happening? <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the last one is, uh, is rough. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, KFC to its friends, is, um, it's saying goodbye, it's a finger licking good. No! <laughs> well, because of... <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to say um, a huge thank you to Justin, not me, to a different Justin for sending this my way. But of course, yes, KFC has now on Today, the as we were recording this year of our Lord, and perhaps the day you're listening to it, August 24th, year of our Lord, Anna Domini, 2020, today, KFC was like, hey, um, <laughs> are we still saying finger-licking good? People shouldn't do that. Wait, right? I mean, I, I, will, I will raise the point that if you are eating the chicken- Yeah. The damage is done. Right. And fomite transmission on surfaces does not seem to be a huge vector for infection, but that's not a good slogan. That's a very long slogan, actually. So Catherine Tan Gillespie, Global Chief Marketing Officer at KFC, said in a statement, we find ourselves in a unique situation. Huh. Having an iconic slogan that doesn't quite fit in the current environment, this is, of course, a problem shared by uh, a lot of different chains. Yeah. You know, Whataburger uh, has their longtime slogan, Jim, that virus inside me. <laughs> and they have had to suspend that, of course. Mickey um, Mickey D's had to change their Licky D's. Now they're yeah, Mickey li- D's, yeah. While we are pausing the use of its finger licking good. We're pausing re- it. It's on hi- hiatus. It's just, it's just on hiatus until the day the I assume the day the vaccine is made widely available. You will know. This is the reverse canary in the coal mine. You will know yeah. that the danger has passed because the colonel will proud, proudly announce that you can once more lick your fingers. And there will be a global balloon drop. It'll be the first one of its kind. Yeah. While we are pausing the use of its finger licking good, Rest assured, the food craved by so many people around the world isn't changing one bit. It would actually be patently insane if they were like, this food's too fucking good. <laughs> we, we, it's too, everybody's licking their fingers because it's so damn delicious. We, ha- we have to fix... We have to face it. Just wash your hands before you eat the chicken. Oh, Steve, I see, I see you got some KFC for lunch. How is it? I mean, it's good. It's fine. I left my fingers filthy, though. Uh, I washed my hands, which is weird. Um, it just said uh, uh, d- during a year when the pandemic has upended businesses and lives around the globe, use of the slogan, quote, doesn't feel quite right. <laughs> it is August 24th, okay? April, May, June, July. We're five months and change into this, and they've just now been like, no one lick your fingers. <laughs> 
All right. That sucks. Oh, well, yeah, it's tough times all around, but um, you know, you do what you can. Uh, uh let's let's do another question. We yeah. uh, Is there a way to make exercise feel good? Lots of people claim exercise feels good, but I find it actually feels bad <laughs> when my muscles hurt. It's hard to breathe. Yeah. Are my endorphins broken? Am I permanently messed up from being the slowest kid in elementary school gym class? Or is there some way I can convince myself that exercise for its own sake isn't basically a form of punishment? And that's from peeved at push-ups in Pasadena. <laughs> if exercise felt good, I'd be doing it right right now. Yeah, for sure. Yep. This is the Exerc- thing. Exercise does not feel good. No. This is a lie. No. If exercise felt good, we'd all be carved. Yes. Carved. We'd all have our beach bodies right 24 hours a day. We, yeah. Exercise doesn't feel good. We'd all be shredded wheat. You know what I mean? We'd all be Thank amazing. You. But the thing is, I think for so, it's it feels good. I think the idea of it makes you feel good, but the actual practice of it hurts your body. It hurts your body to jump up and down uh-huh. and lift things yes. that are heavy for no reason. That that one's going to make the old muscles and body and bones and tissue and organs hurt. I, I think that exercise felt good. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel good, though. Like in the, mm. in retros, you you can get to the end of a run and be all sweaty, but then the sweat goes away, and you're like, "Man, that felt good." No, that's just your body thanking you for not running anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And even then, it will feel bad again later when you right. sit down for too long and go to stand up, and your legs are like, "Fuck you! You've used me all up today. Check in again tomorrow." I I have I have a friend who did a a, a big run. And like with lots of other people, and his his nipples were gone. <laughs> and it's like I want to ask him in that moment as he crosses crosses the finish line, and they dump milk on him or whatever. Like, how do you how do you feel? Yeah, because I bet mm. you right then, actually, you know what? Ten feet before the finish line. How do you feel? Maybe the middle of the marathon, marathon, because when you're 10 feet from the finish line, you're probably like, oh, God, it's almost over. Halfway through, when you could take or leave it and your nipples are already gone, Yeah, I bet you don't feel good. I bet this exercise feels quite bad in the moment. There There is a point in there where your nipples begin to chafe and you Mm. think, I'm going to keep going. And that, for me, is where the disconnect occurs. Because I would be thinking, oh, my feet are tired and my legs already kind of hurt. Wait, my nipples are hurting? I'm pretty sure they're not doing anything right now. This is clearly wrong. I'm going to go to a doctor. The time when I bet it would feel good is when I was like 18, 19, 20. Yes, absolutely. That's just more of the good. Your body, when you're young, is filled with good juice. Yes. <laughs> if you exercise, it triggers your muscles to release more good juice that just makes them feel good and go forever. Correct. You hit a point, I believe it's 28, uh-huh. where your body's like, that's all the juice I have. There's no more good juice production. So if you exercise now, you're just using up what little juice you have left. Correct. That And, and I think that's where I'm at now. Uh, I I went for a walk with my dogs yesterday and noticed uh, about three hours later, my arms hurt. And that's when it's like my body was like, I don't know what other signals I can send you, my dude, that we are not outdoor kids. You and yeah. me, buddy, we're chair friends. 
Yeah, I got gamer hands. Yeah? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. And the uh, problem I've is been... people look at me and they think, Travis is a big strong boy who can do anything. Oh, no. Oh, and, no. And they'll ask me, like, hey, can you run, run this marathon for charity? Or, like, I need a big strong man to, like, lift this car off of this person who's trapped underneath it. And I'm like, oh, no, this is all for show. Yeah, it's decorative mm. meat. Yeah, this is for yeah. showing, not for going. You know what I mean? Like, I can't lift that car off of your loved one. I'm sorry, but I can take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. I I uh, I have ha- been having to wear a carpal tunnel brace on my wrist because I messed my body up because I'm old and I s- tried to start woodworking in my late 30s. Mm-hmm. And my body's like, that's too much. You can't squeeze that drill for that long. And now my body is so ruined by the carpal tunnel that I can't even game. Ugh, and fuck, that's rough. dude. Ugh. Can you imagine, dude? Nah, dude, I can't even. Unless I want to do connect. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could do that. Should you just dance with the kids? Yeah. So, it, no, I can't dance. <laughs> no, my body's riddled with pain. I can't. It was so, this, it, I, it's hard to sleep in. It's a large brace. And I thought morning, you meant in your to... body. <laughs> it's hard to sleep in my body. It ain't easy. <laughs> Thank you, Visteril. Appreciate it. Anyway, getting old is bad. Yesterday I was reading in my woodworking magazine, and there was an ad for very small oxygen tanks that let you keep woodworking even if you need one of those. <laughs> and I fucking spiraled so bad I had to lay it on the floor. <laughs> awesome. This is not, a, I'm not in any way joking. There's a man with a very tiny oxygen tank fucking doing some carving in his shop. Um, first off, I still don't think that's a great idea, but secondly, I just fucking lay down and spiraled. I was, I was in a bad state. Um, um, hey, can I do a Yahoo? Wait, I forgot that I have a great new segment for you guys. Okay. So I know I already did the one about fast food, but that one's over. We've all seen it coming for some time. We've been sunsetting it. It's in its twilight. I have been getting Wood Magazine. <laughs> and... Wood Magazine has pack-in advertisements. Uh All right. And I just wanted to share with you guys, as a member of the Wood Magazine target demographic, some of the products that are coming my way. (laughs) Okay. okay? Um, First off is uh, it's a huge ad for advanced digital hearing aid technology, which is now rechargeable. Okay. It's about how a Chicago doctor shook up hearing aid industry with his newest invention. It's a very good um it's very good hearing aid. It seems great. Here's one. This is good. Celebrate your team in style. And it's a decanter and four small glasses with my favorite football team. Oh. The logo. And then the stopper on the decanter is a little glass football helmet. Justin, oh, when did this- you retire? <laughs> The the crystal glasses and decanter are rimmed with gleaming 12 karat gold Ooh. for beauty and years of use. <laughs> so this is so this is, these just, advertisements are not necessarily for woodworking supplies. It's for exactly the demographic okay. of woodworking magazine. Holy for example, shit. here's a model: a let Coke refresh you behind the wheel of a daring Bel Air. This is an exclusive Hamilton debut of a small scale model of a uh, one. One uh one to eighteen scale eleven inch long uh Coca Cola car. It's a Chevrolet Bel Air with Coca Cola graphics on Beautiful. it. Beautiful, huh? 
beautiful and just three payments of 33.33 and then you could own this uh fucking Bel Air with Coke logos all over for $100. Justin, does every advertisement begin with you're reading a woodworking magazine. So we assume you've got disposable income. You we assume you're burning it, you're old and ready to blow it all. You don't want to leave anything to your ungrateful kids. So check out this decanter with your favorite sports team on it. Now, in that same price range, limited to 95 casting days, Ooh. skillfully handcrafted and painted by a hand, this all-new collectible pays tribute to Budweiser, the king of beers, and the classic Woody Wagon. For just $100, I can have a small car with Budweiser written on it. And it looks like a wagon, and it's 11 inches long, and I can buy it for $100. It's a Studebaker Woody Wacken. <laughs> say that? <laughs> Studebaker, you say it, funny guy. <laughs> Vintage slogans and graphics complete its classic look. And you can just buy that, and you can own this small. You see these things, and you're like, how did these... You see these things second, right? At secondary places, and you're like, that's a weird item. How did this get, what was the primary entrance of this item into the ecosystem? You know what I'm saying? Somebody must have called Budweiser enough times. They're like, hey, do you guys sell <laughs> like models of your- I mean, like you see this kind of stuff at a secondhand store, and you're like, that's fucking weird. But you don't stop to consider like how it made its primary interest entrance into- Earth, and this is how they're getting in. Is to the Bradford Exchange. I, I have one more Bradford Exchange piece. I think. This Can is I also Bradford just Exchange. say real quick? Uh, this is a slight tangent, but you mentioning Budweiser, it suddenly clicked for me. A really good spokesperson for Budweiser would be Paul Reiser, and like just say like I'm Paul Reiser for Budweiser, and that's just made me really happy. That kicks oh, ass, Trap. Uh, hey, that was cool, dude. Spirit of the West Express Silver Edition. Huh. You can celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Indian Head Nickel with this real working electric train collection. What? Are you fucking kidding me with this? Here's some things it said. Oh, I did want to tell you, by the way, on the Budweiser thing, it has this big uh, uh, star emblazoned on it and written in there. It says, officially licensed by Anheuser-Busch. Oh, thank God. It'd be pretty fucking crazy if it wasn't, huh? If they're like, just like, hey, we're just making a Budweiser car. What do we care? <laughs> <laughs> with the Bradford Exchange, you can't touch us. Can't touch us. Um, Do you know who we are? <laughs> so there's this, imagine a person who's like, I did want to mark the centennial of this great nickel, so I'm going to buy a silver train to mark this exciting occasion. It's a, an electric train, and you get um, some pieces of track need to run your train, and it's got one of the, it's got a nickel replica on the front. Sure. And it's made of silver. And it's, um, let's see, three e -pay easy payments of 2666 And then you get other cars for more money. Minted for only 26 years. That seems like a lot. <laughs> you got I feel like you can make a lot of nickels in there. Considering that, considering the Budweiser car only has 95 casting days, I have to say, six years seems like a, 26 years is a very long I've time. I've never made a nickel before, and I think I could make a lot of nickels in 26 years. <laughs> I bet you could. Um, What's yeah, great about so that is, is that train sitting on a shelf would be the best way like it's like a, a prime example of a thing that like a, a like an adult kid would walk into and see on a parent's shelf and think, "Fuck you, Dad!" 
I remember, Dad, when you told me you wouldn't help me buy my first car because I had to learn to be responsible with money. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. Now you're just blowing a hundred. Think of all the times in your life you didn't have a hundred dollars, right. and now you have a hundred dollars to buy a Budweiser truck <sighs> that you won't let your grandkids play with because I know you. <laughs> on this silver train, on this silver train set, it says that um, you pay the twenty six sixty six for three easy payments, then you keep getting the fucking trains, and then it said you could cancel any time. What? And I, I. The idea that you would change from a person that would want this to a person that wouldn't want this at this point in your life is unfathomable to me. I'm assuming the only cancellations are usually part of a state settlement. <laughs> I have to imagine that is the only actual cancellation of this product that ever occurs. Why am I still getting this? Oh, wow. Thank you so much for listening to our program, my brother, my brother, me. We hope you have enjoyed yourself. Hey, uh, will you get our podcasting book? Uh, it's we, right over there. Can you just lucky. hand it to me? <laughs> We, I know we make this look easy, but um, it's actually quite a challenge. We could teach you how we do it. It's called uh, Everybody Has a Pocket. Is it Everyone? I can never remember. I came up with the name and I still don't remember. Everybody Has a Podcast Except You. Uh, and it's coming out in January, but you can pre order it now. So uh, please do that at wherever uh, fine books are sold. I wanted to say it. The last like seventy two hours have been pretty sort of ho horrifying, nationally speaking. Uh, and I would encourage everybody to find some way to chip in to help, both with the uh, the California wildfires. There's no shortage of places that you can donate to, or uh, you know, mutual aid funds that you can support for specific communities affected by the wildfires, uh, and also. Uh, finding ways to support uh, Black Lives Matter and the uh, the Milwaukee Freedom Fund, who's working with uh, protesters over uh, Jacob Blake's shooting, which is uh, f fucking infuriating uh, in Kenosha. Um, yeah, we'll have links in the episode description. And uh, yeah, think about helping out with that because it's uh, it, shit is shit is super rough right now. Along those same lines, make sure that you are registered to vote. There are uh, there was a lot of like voter registration purging over time, and if you change addresses, anything like that, it's really easy to check. Don't wait on it uh, because we're probably going to need to do a lot of early uh, and mail in and absentee ballots, and that is going to probably be a fuck fucking mess. fucking shitty yeah fucking sucks. So shit. make sure that you're registered now. If not, get registered. And then vote against Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, yeah, also thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winter Cities for a theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. And um, thank you for listening. Thanks, Maximum Fun, for having us on the network. And um, let's, let's, let's take it to the bridge, by which I mean the, the conclusion. Let's do it. This final Yahoo was sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you, Adrian. It's Yahoo Answers user Anonymous. Deadpool also asked this one very irreverent and very funny. And kick, he kicks ass, and he asks, Is the TMNT movie from 1990 significant? It's <laughs> <laughs> Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. Yeah, I'm Griffin McElroy. Sorry, it's, that question has me, has me on a journey. This, this has been My Brother, My Brother, Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.